Hello, welcome to today's podcast on what makes this verse awesome on the Kapow Radio Show. This is Brother Kapow. What I want to share with you today is Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verse 14, 15, and 16. Jesus has just risen from the dead in this chapter. And he was seen by several of the disciples and the women who went back and told those men who were eating and, well, hiding in the upper room from the authorities, being fearful. And in chapter 14, it says, Afterward, he, that's Jesus, appeared unto the eleven, right? There's eleven disciples at this point because of Judas betraying Christ. He appears to the eleven as they sat at meat. In other words, they were eating. And check this word out. He upbraided them. He upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart. And then this verse clarifies what that means. It says, because they believed not. They faithed not. They did not believe who? Him? They didn't believe them, those other disciples, those other women and other men which had seen Christ, had seen Messiah, had seen our Yeshua after he was risen. All right. So afterwards that he was risen and he was shown to many people. He appears to his own inner circle, his own close family of disciples, 11 of them left. And he upbraided them. Yeah, the word means to chide, to reproach, to revile. It's not a good word. He slapped him upside the head. How would you like Jesus slapping you upside the head and upbraiding you? Because you won't believe. Is that something you would want to hear? I don't think so. I don't think you'd be listening to this show if you were the kind of person that didn't care about that. And he upbraids him. He chides him. He defames him. He taunts them. He, he just... He reviles them with their unbelief. It's a pastilla. It's the opposite of pastilla. It's the opposite of faith. It means faithlessness. It's a disbelief. It's a disbelief. You see, that disbelief also came with a hardness of heart. Their, their perception, their, their spiritual perception was destitute. Now, these are the 11 disciples. Their hardness of heart, their spiritual perception was destitute because they had unbelief. They didn't believe. They didn't faith. They didn't trust And those other witnesses which had seen 
Christ after he was risen from the dead. The power of God himself, Father God, the creator God, is that power which rose our Messiah from the dead. This whole consummation, the whole beginning of the kingdom of God reconciling the creature, mankind, humans who have been lost since the fall in Genesis, who have been lost and under the spell and binding of Lucifer in this false cosmos, this false world. The law which came unto Moses only showed the human how far they were removed from God, how far they were in sin and in missing the mark. The law showed that sin abounded. Without the law, mankind, humankind would not know just how far they were removed. But God so loved the world. God so loved his creature that he says, I want to reconcile them to me. This is my creation. And there was nothing worthy enough to do that. Not the blood of lambs, goats, bullocks, ritual, temple, prayer, tithing, whatever you do. Nothing could satisfy the wrath of God that had to come upon you. Only God himself was holy enough to satisfy his own wrath. And he sent his son in the form of us humans to be the final Paschal lamb, the final sacrifice that would, in fact, definitely and permanently satisfy the wrath of God that would take the place of your punishment and your judgment. And the only thing that's required is that we faith and trust in that reconciliation. And the reconciliation, as you understand, it can't come from another source and it can't come from anywhere else and it can't come from good works. It can only come from God the Father himself through the provision of his Paschal Lamb, the only Paschal Lamb that could satisfy the wrath of God against you. There is no many ways to God. There is no other gods. There is no other. There's only one exclusionary way to be included. One must believe and trust and baptize themselves. I'm not talking water. I'm talking immerse yourself in the cleanliness 
that God provides through his paschal sacrifice. Immerse yourself, be baptized into Christ, not into ritualistic water. I'm not talking church or religion for God's sake. I'm talking the gospel. This is the good news that Christ Mashiach, our Messiah, the only one, the only bridge that can resile us to God. There is no other bridge. Islam can't do it. Catholicism can't do it. Mormonism can't do it. Your Christian religion can't do it. Nothing can do it. Only Messiah. And you must believe and trust in that, but it's not just an intellectual belief. It's an immersion in trust. It's to be baptized, not in liquid water, but in Christ. And he chastised the 11 closest humans to him when he walked this earth because they didn't believe the others who believed recently spiritual attacks on innocent people have increased considerably this is partly due to society's transformation into a satanic cult most people are clueless or hopeless in combating this spiritual mayhem we wish to offer two good books to overcome these attacks first Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, offers one of the most effective training systems in combating spiritual darkness in order to gain personal freedom. Second, Eyes to See Unseen Enemies teaches how to see the hidden dangers which are all around us, even in places we would least expect them. Both books can be purchased on Amazon.com as a paperback or ebook. It is our desire that you will take advantage of these opportunities to increase your effectiveness in spiritual warfare and learn how to fight back instead of being a victim. We'll see you on the battlefield. And in this chastisement, we go to verse 15 and he says unto them, he commands them, he says, go ye into all all the world, all the cosmos and preach, which is to mean to declare, to declare, to proclaim, to be a public crier, to publish the gospel. We get our word evangelism here. It means a good message. Folks, this is basic 101. But you may not know what that good message is. What is it that you should declare? Should you declare that your church has Sunday night services now? Should you declare that you could get to your church and get plugged in? Should you declare you got a good worship team that plays, uh, you know, crappy, crappy rock music <laughs> with a crappy light show? Do you, is that what we, do we declare our giving of tithes, that God needs our time, talent. What are we are declaring? The only thing that we are commanded to declare is the good news that God has reconciled humans, all creatures, to himself if they believe and they're immersed into that trust. The 
that she'll be saved. Okay, that's the only good news there is. The rest of it is not good news. I don't care if you go to Zimbabwe and you feed the poor and you're making them hand quilted doilies for their lampstands. That's a great work, but it's not the gospel. It's not the gospel. I don't care if you set up soup kitchens for the poor. Oh, it's a great work. It's a great, but it's not the gospel. The gospel is not beating people over the head with your Bible. The gospel is not forcing them to believe. The gospel is simply declared. It's declared through your life. It's declared through your speech. It can't help but being declared if you're truly immersed and baptized in him. It's going to come out. And you declare it to every creature. What is this good news? That everybody who believes in the reconciliation, the reconciliation that Father God, the Creator God, has provided through his Paschal Lamb, and they believe that and they accept that and they say, yes, I want that cleanliness. I want that price paid for me. They shall be saved. Yes. To be submerged, to make whelmed, be overwhelmed, be fully wet, <laughs> be washed, be immersed, be cleansed, be bathed in Christ. He that has faith, it's a trust in a person. It's the trust that this is true. This isn't empirical science that you go in your lab and go, did God in fact provide a way for my reconciliation? How do I prove this in the lab? You can't. It's faith, but it is not blind faith. It's based on every scripture since Genesis. It was declared in the law of Moses and by the prophets and in the Psalms. It's the good news. And Jesus up braids these 11 men. And he says, go, get your lazy butts out of here and declare the good news to every creature. And Jesus says, get your lazy butts out of here in verse 16. And he says, because he that believes and trusts and faiths and is immersed in, in me, immersed in the cleanliness, immersed in that propitiation for their sins, shall in fact be saved. And if you ever wonder what you're saved from, you're being saved from the wrath of God. We are all appointed for the wrath of God when we are born. We are born into sin. There is no way around it. Psychology can tell you different. Your hip, cool, tight, jean-wearing pastor with moose in his hair can tell you different. But we are born into sin and we are subject to the wrath of God unless we follow the only route 
out of there. That's to believe and be baptized, shall be saved. Now check this out. And Jesus says, but, okay, here's a condition. However, but also he that faiths not, he that has no faith, he that has no trust, he who doesn't believe, he who betrays me by not accepting my reconciliation shall be damned. It shall be damned, condemned, come into judgment, and the judgment is worthy of punishment. Yes, to render one's wickedness to the judge. There's no way around it. Now, I want you to notice in verse 16, it doesn't say he that believeth, believeth not and is not baptized shall be damned. There's no water baptism here. Verse 16 says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. There's no baptism. He doesn't say, but he that believeth not and is not baptized shall be damned. You don't need both to be saved. There's no water baptism. Water baptism, that's fine. You do your ritual. That's another, whatever. This is immersion and trust in God for providing your way out. But he that believeth not shall be damned. You can't be baptized in Christ. If you don't believe, not true baptism, you can believe not and not have any faith and be damned and still get water baptism any day of the week. You can get dipped, sprinkled, whatever you want to do, but you can't be immersed and you can't be cleansed by the blood of the lamb without faith and what God has done for you. Now that is the gospel. The gospel is it making sandwiches and bringing coffee to the first responders, even though that's beautiful. These good works have to come out of your changed nature, but that's not the gospel. The gospel is telling people, declaring it through your words, through your actions, through your writing, through your life, that God has provided a way for you to be saved from his wrath because everybody's going to die. There's a 100% chance, 100% chance you're going to die. It could be any time, but you're going to die. And after that is the judgment. When that bell rings, you can't unring it. The time is now. The gospel is now. You notice Jesus here didn't say that, you know, to do all kinds of shows and, 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 and put an organization together and do this. He just says, declare that good news. You figure it out, declare the good news. Because the other side is not good news. God has already provided the way. There's no other way to be provided. That's what makes the scripture awesome. It makes the scripture totally awesome. Because it strips all the religion, all the ritual, 
all the the nonsense that we do, it strips it all away and, and it brings it back down to the brass tacks. Declare unto the world and to every creature the good news that they can avoid the wrath of their creator by trusting in his provision for salvation. And that's only through Messiah or Yeshua HaMashiach. It's not through Islam. It's not through socialism. It's not through a president. It's not through politics. It's not through a church. It's not through religion. It's only through Messiah. That's the good news. But there's also bad news. He who doesn't believe is damned. Won't be saved. That's the bad news. That's the dark side of the coin. That's why the scripture is awesome. Live it. Declare it. Preach it. That's what you're commanded to do. All right. This is Brother Kapow with the Kapow Radio Show. Why this verse is awesome. And we'll talk to you later. And that concludes this episode of why this verse is awesome. If you have a favorite verse that you know is awesome for your life, please email me, paul at kapowradioshow.com. Give me a description and I'll read it on the show. You may also email me a short audio file if you wish. Thank you. And until next time, God bless.